Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. Today's interview is with James Coleman. He is the owner of Bayborough Brewing in St. Pete. This is another amazing addition to our local brewery scene here. And he has an interesting story specifically because he was opening up right when the pandemic started. So um, it's interesting to hear how he's had to pivot through the situation, but also to learn about him and his backstory and why he started the brewery in the first place. Um, I have now been there a few times since they've been able to open, you know, since uh, after we made this interview. And I can tell you it is an awesome spot, and I can't wait for you to check it out if you have not already. So without further ado, we'll get to the interview. I just wanted to start things off um, with you maybe just taking a few minutes to share your story, like your personal story, sure. and kind of how you even got to St. Pete. So, yeah. Oh, even before St. Pete. Um, <laughs> short version. Maybe. Short version. <laughs> and I graduated high school, dating myself in 99. Um, I, like most young men back then, I thought I wanted to go to college, and shortly thereafter figured out I wasn't going to make it in college at that time. Um, I needed to mature a little bit. Yeah. So that's when I joined the service with the Marine Corps in 2000 and to 2004. Um, I had family he- that live here in Oldsmar, in St. Pete and Oldsmar. And uh, so I was visiting one time, I believe I was on leave mm-hmm. and came down here and thought it was fun. So I decided to, after I got out to finish, get the GI Bill, finish college in St. Pete, so I ended up at USF. Oh, okay. Yeah, so graduated USF, bounced around a few jobs, uh, got into digital marketing where I met my wife at the company I worked at at the time, um, and then just kind of moved through just different, working for different uh, digital agencies to the current one I'm at, and then that's kind of my wife and I's way of uh our passion project, well, my passion project, the brewery kind of started from that. Yeah. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's been, a, it's been an interesting run so far. Yeah. For sure. So. Um, well, yeah. So that brings me to the brewery. Um, kind of where did that idea come from? Um, my master brewer, Preston, and I met when I worked for um, an agency, local agency here that works with a, a, a tool company. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he was a project manager. I was on the digital team, and we just obviously met, got to know each other, realized he did home brewing, and I've always enjoyed breweries, so that's when I just shot in the dark and asked him if he would be interested in starting a brewery. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, of course, with you know the CFO, my wife's permission and everything, um, <laughs> and we decided to, you know, to look into the venture. Um, so that was... I was three or well, our discussions probably started five years ago. Okay. Um, the process started at least three years ago, trying to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how we met, and then it kind of catapulted us to. Uh, we were fortunate with my wife's digital firm. Um, she owns her own business as well, so that we were able to, uh, you know, support the dream. And start going down avenues of looking at properties versus buying properties. Yeah. Um, that's also during the time when I met Mike Harding, the owner of Three Daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a a class that's kind of the full scope of 
everything from um, brewing, business owning, um, and unfortunately, he, you had to have a chem background, which I didn't have at the time. Oh. Um, I took, you know, like, I think I took liberal arts, math, and that's about it. But, you know, I wasn't going too far. Um, yeah, so I called him up, or I sent him an email, and just, you know, hey, I was interested in taking your course. I noticed you're a veteran. You know, I'm a veteran. I don't know if that means anything, but love yeah. to pick your brain. You know, real nice guy. I mean, everybody in St. Pete. You know, I'm sure thinks he's a tremendous fellow. Um, but yeah, he told me, come on down, bring your bring your business plan, or I'll show you my business plan. We'll discuss what you're looking to do, so forth and so on. So uh, yeah, that kind of just launched me into okay. Well, I felt more comfortable. Yeah. Before it was just a pipe dream of I'd like to look into it. Where now I was like, okay, you know, something solid. Yeah, you know, I was getting. And meanwhile, my you know my wife Kelsey and I were you know I she I saw how much joy her business brought her, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of well I wanted to turn so to speak, <laughs> yeah. but you know and, and it was like entrepreneurship that I've learned through her family wasn't such a scary thing where yeah. before. You know, before we were married, it was just kind of like I, I worked my day job, I got paid my paycheck, and, yeah. and that's what what made the world go round. But that was, you know, kind of how it started and how I met Preston. You know, he's he's been tremendous. You know, he he makes some killer beers, so it was kind of a great marriage, business marriage, where mm-hmm. you know he had the product. I always thought he made great beer, and then I was kind of the help on the business side. So it just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. So, so do you feel like the brewing side of it's not really your niche or specialty? Oh, absolutely, I'd say that. I think a lot of I think a lot of breweries, successful breweries, you can't. Well, I shouldn't say you can't because you always can. <laughs> I don't believe a strong relationship of business and art artist artistry of yeah. brewing can be married unless you have a lot of dedication of time. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of breweries that are successful on that model. I just could not find that with the kids, you know, everything going on outside of my life, my day job, so forth and so on. Yeah. It was like, okay, you know, I can stand back. I don't have to have the, the brewery, you know, basically fund and, and support my family mm-hmm. where, you know, I can support a family, i.e. my brewer. And, and Preston and help him to where when if the brewery were to grow into something larger then I could eventually you know bring myself into into that that business if you know yeah the community and the beer show you know that value mm-hmm. so okay that's interesting so so as of right now you're still working with your the digital mar- marketing company that you have Correct. during the day a lot is what you're saying yeah okay so nine to five um i'm here obviously i'm always working for my company we um <laughs> uh you know they're really flexible with being a work from home company yeah you know it's always been in digital marketing the internet never sleeps but you know if i'm yeah. sure you've heard that a thousand times and with digital marketing it's kind of like you're always on the ready you always have your phone. You're always ready for an email to come through. So if it happens on, you know, at eight o'clock at night or Saturday or Sunday, which mm-hmm. happens more often than not, yeah. you're there. So with that being said, you're also able to give some time back to yourself. If the, you know, as I'm here working my day job, I'm also supporting, you know, the brewery and the team yeah. here. 
they need something, if I need to run out, you know, I have that flexibility. Mm-hmm. After, you know, the work is complete, when the, the, the night crew, uh, the bartenders come on, like tonight, um, you know, Michelle will be here at four o'clock. I'll slowly transition from my day job to, you know, helping her out behind the bar yeah. and then clo- obviously closing. So, yeah. Okay. You know, it's a nice, it's so far it's worked out well. I'm just, I don't know, you know, years down the road how it will play out, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, do you feel like your background in marketing has helped you kind of Tremendously. get the, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of, you know, uh, the great, the, the best part outside of marketing, you know, which everybody you know, would assume was the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I understood business. I worked for a company before I got into digital marketing. I worked for a, uh, a retail kind of rent to own place. Um, as a manager, I learned some business acumen there, um, you know, balancing and, and so forth. But digital marketing is kind of interesting because especially if you're an agency or record, there's a lot that you're having to account for. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to, you know, be accountable for billing on your agency side, the agency you're working for. So you're constantly discussing things at a macro level mm-hmm. up to the, you know, the CFOs, the CMOs, the, maybe even the CEOs on strategic direction. Yeah. And then it, you're taking it all the way down to the bottom of the implementation of how you're mm-hmm. going to get to said business goal. Yeah. You know, understanding return, understanding P and L, so forth and so on. So it was kind of nice to be able to look at it all and go, "Oh, okay, this is, you know, the functionality have how these strong, you know, Fortune five hundred companies are operating. If I implement that into my yeah. business strategy, then I'll know, like, you know, objective statements and you know, what is your mission, your company's mission statements, stuff like that. That I, you know, some people." You know, maybe not agree with, but I think as long as you're you're repeating those types of things to yourself and, and trying to model yourself after that, yeah. you know, the marketing is marketing. You know, my, between Kelsey and I, I feel that we had a strong understanding of where to put the money when we need to put the money. Yeah. You know, what is brand recognition? How do you build that? You know, too many companies, or not companies, but small businesses might go, well, I want more, you know, foot traffic, but I want my brand to get out there and we understand you got to spend a little money to make a little money. So yeah. if you got to put video content out there, you have to put audio content out there. Mm-hmm. There's not going to, you're not going to see conversion data against that. You're, yeah. you're just going to see your reach increase and which in turn you would hope your foot traffic in your establishment also increases along with it. So mm-hmm. knowing that we are able to put our, like I said, once again, strategically place, our business dollars or marketing dollars where we think it belongs and yeah. the, you know where to put it in search engine marketing where to put it in social where to put it in you know if we ever got into the programmatic fields or influencers stuff like that mm-hmm. so I think that that's uh, obviously helped too because they're just when I started and of course as soon as a I believe as soon as a permit's cut at the city it's like yeah. this you know the buzz <laughs> is out so You've yeah. got so many people reaching out like, oh, well, I can do this for you. I can market that. Like, <laughs> you know, and you're like, you could just blow through, you know, all your cash yes. beforehand. So, anyhow. That's the, 
yeah, I mean, uh, owning my own business well, yeah. it's the same thing struggle with, like, what do I spend money on? What's going to bring that ROI? Absolutely. So that has to be a huge advantage. So you put your face on the, the bus stop, <laughs> <laughs> do you buy a billboard? Oh, gosh, do you get a yeah. digital billboard? Do you care? Yeah. You know, our, my thing is always audience first. You know, yeah. I'll know your audience, hone in on that audience, and then, you know, let it go from there. Yeah. But just blankets, blanket shooting or dropping uh, water in a pan is not going to yeah. It's not gonna do anything, so hmm. yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a huge advantage. It Especially helps for a new new business trying to it helps. get their name. Yeah, out there. I mean, I really want to spend a lot of dollars on marketing, but I just can't. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, putting money back into you know that's where we learned stuff like you know putting back in ten percent. You know, it doesn't that ten percent of revenue doesn't have to go back to the the brick and mortar. And yeah. it goes towards a you know a, a big marketing effort mm. through something, mm-hmm. fundraising, charity stuff like that that we I want to be a part of that yeah. it just takes time. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Uh, well, I wanted to ask where you got the name from. Too, oh, because that's there's got to be a story. Mayboro. Um, <laughs> so our one of our great our our great designer, um. I'll say his name, Mitch. He also works with a big sports team, NHL sports team here at local um, with his agency. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's how we met, was through digital marketing. Uh, when we started kicking around the ideas and and then Preston actually came in, my brewer, and we were like, well, we want to sh- be local. How do we do local? Yeah. I really like what Green Bench did. Obviously, the, the history and the story behind Green mm-hmm. Bench. Um, you know, Mike had three daughters, which is about, you know, obviously his three daughters. Yeah. Um, so, St. Pete and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, Bayboro Harbor has not really, I saw it like there's, I think it was Bayboro Cafe, I believe mm-hmm. it's out there. I don't think they're open any longer, mm-hmm. but it was Bayboro Harbor in the Bayboro name or the area used to also to be a ward to, I think it was Mer- uh, Merchant Marines. Uh, training facility hmm. so it tied a lot of things together for me the yeah. military background okay. local and then Mitch kind of spun it into the font and it just became you know vapor brewing so <laughs> it was kind of neat you know a lot of a lot of locals don't pick up on it a lot you yeah. know they're like I'd say majority of people are like, "Bay, what and I'm like vapor <laughs> like you know you know St. Uh, USF St. Pete and they're like yeah. oh yeah I'm like yeah. that's Bayboro Harbor, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, pe- okay. yeah, people would definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, I've always kind of tried to tie it all in, you know, yeah. localized whatnot. So. Yeah, I whenever I say it, I always think like, don't try to say that five times fast because you're, you're doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the bees. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, a question I like to ask is. Um, what what would you say that you're unique? Like, what's unique about your brewery? Maybe. Uh, what's unique about us? Um, I believe, and I, we have spoken about this before. I think the unique thing about Bayboro or breweries is kind of like not not making a long story long, but going back to the origination even of the Marine Corps mm-hmm. of the tavernous like philosophy of community mm. where before phones before internet like you had to con- you know get together yeah. and have conversation and that's how news spread yeah. so you know will that be 
become Baber, probably not, but at least I, you know, I can do my own part of, okay, fundraising, um, you know, through some of our labels and some of our, our things that are, are, are close and dear, near and dear to my heart and my wife's heart or, you know, breast, breast cancer awareness stuff, mm-hmm. military support, um, first responder support, teachers, you know, nurses, I can go on and on. I'm sure I've missed a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. But we would like to do nights where we support those groups. Yeah. Um, uh, someone that's real close to us is she's a, uh, she's a female firefighter. She just, um, you know, went into remission for breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love if what, what currently is going on with COVID, if that yeah. wasn't happening, I would want to do a fundraiser support for her. Mm-hmm. Thursday night, you know, we have Aram Diaboli, which is a gold strong beer. It's also a firefighter label. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a nod to them, but also something that we can get behind. We haven't really ironed out the details, but there might be something like through the purchase of this, yeah. all, all proceeds would go directly to someone that we're supporting. And it's not through a charitable, charitable cause that we want to do it. We're trying to touch people right here and go yeah, bring directly. them in and cut them a check. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, it, it's nothing against the charities. They do yeah. great work, but for us, it makes us feel more, I guess, more satisfied, if yeah. you will. Well, and, you know exactly where the money's exactly, going to. Exactly. Yeah. If I give you a check for a thousand dollars, I know that that check's going into your bank account. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we're hoping out of this is not, it's not so much a, let's make a bunch of money doing this. It was never that because we already have jobs and we already have yeah. uh, my, my, my wife's company. It's like, how do we bring it all together and have something kind of unique in the essence of the real community life or, you know, or it's just for not because yeah. then you're just you're another business, you're, no, you're another bar, you're another restaurant that's selling mm-hmm. beer that, you know, maybe you're, you're flashing the pan fizzles out in two or three years and then you go away. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Well, but that's a great point because if you're, um, you're putting roots into the community and that's going to give you the longevity. Absolutely. And, I mean, especially if you think about what's going on right now. Think about how the community is rallying together. So if you're, you know, being involved with community, you're going to see that, like, reciprocal thing going on. Um, Absolutely. You know, support local. Keep St. Pete local. You know, all those things that we were talking about, you and I, before Corona, you know, it's now, um, it's almost uh, the silver lining in all this. Mm -hmm. Is now people are going, wow, like, I do need to take take out from you know so and so down the street wow like people don't have to, people are coming in purchasing growlers not even having taste the beer yeah just because <laughs> they want to support something that they that's local to them yeah you know they they don't care they should and, and like me i mean i i'm the same way it's like I'm not here to, you know, taste it and tell you what, you know, if I like it or not. I'm here to support your business because I hope that you flourish after this whole thing goes away. Yeah. And and we all make it through this and really become a, a community versus, you know, being into these the big box stuff and you know mm-hmm. we can go on for hours about overseas and yeah. you know it's kind of like is this thing going to bring everybody back in like you're saying 
but I hope so. Well, I mean, we're seeing that, so yeah, hopefully that just continues. Yeah. What, you, what you're saying, um, I think the community aspect of what you want this place to be, it that makes me think of like Cheers, where yeah. everyone knows your name. I mean, that's absolutely that resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, um, I mean, Mike is over there. We went today, you know, to do some things, and because he's always helped me out, and, and they're over the three dollars is over there making hand sanitizer. You know, so if, cool. if I could do it, I would. Yeah. I'm just not big enough for that. But they're yeah. getting they're getting alcohol. They're mixing it with the way they mix it, and they're making hand sanitizer for people. You know, yeah. they I think they they gave out a ton. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and it's just you know that's that's to me that's community. That's somebody like somebody I can look up to and say that's kind of what we're here to do. Yeah. You know, money will money will come and profits will come. But they also go just as fast as they come if you're not supporting the people around you. Yeah. you know, if you come in here and, and spend $100, so to speak, and I don't even give you a thank you, then you know what's it for? Yeah. You know, if you came in and you wanted to bring in a group of, of whomever, um, you know, realist, you know, uh, real estate uh, venturist or whatever. Yeah. Anyhow, I just don't, I don't feel the need of, of taking a taking a huge amount of money because you want to rent out an event space to support somebody that's right down the street from me yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah we'll see i mean that's also a way i could easily go bankrupt so we'll find out if it works (laughs) (laughs) well i uh, i'm a big believer in the go-giver attitude you know you get as much as you give out in return so i think that if you have the attitude you'll find that that keeps coming back to you Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, well, it kind of my question I wanted to also ask was kind of about um, I know that you're passionate about local community and how, how you think you'll have an impact and, and what you're already talking about. Um, is there any other things that you could think of, you know, outreach wise or other things that you thought of to how to, you know, impact the community? I mean, uh, f- further. I probably would be, I would, I mean, there's always like these, a lot of these like crazy ideas that I would like to, to diversify with, Yeah. you know, um, our dream is this is just a touch off point that maybe builds my legacy for my kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, could it turn into, if it was, you know, if, if, if I had it my way, it'd be Baybro, the, the brand and it wouldn't be Baybro Brewing. It's just Baybro. Yeah. You know, it could be a charity function that we, a DBA through charities. It could be, you know, I would love to do, you know, some big military support groups and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that I've never really gave back to those guys when I got out. You know, I always thought like, you know, when I, when I got out of the service that, you know, we were all independent and we didn't really have the, the support we needed, even though nationally there was support. There was no, I didn't really feel a, a great sense of community in my community. Yeah. Um, now that, obviously that, you know, could easily point three fingers back at me for every one I point. <laughs> so those are like, as I get older, the, those are the kinds of things that I would like to begin diving into is, is maybe support groups of charity work, stuff like that. You know, maybe we want to open up, I don't know. You know, there's ideas of opening up new businesses and maybe being some sort of uh, consultant group. Um, you know, the trials and tribulations of getting this thing off the ground 
we could talk for hours about. <laughs> but you know, in navigating the city, navigating um, the SBA was yeah. huge. I mean, that that was months and months and months of, of discussions. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, that that was a paid. I feel like I I paid uh, for an education through <laughs> all the environmental dollars and in, inspections that we had to do. I made I learned a lot from that. That a lot of people never knew. I didn't know going into it. Yeah. I heard about it by, and as you know, to be a, you know a, a realtor, commercial, you know, that's what people deal with. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. my realtor at the time was like, "Yeah, this is something you got to watch out for." But I was, I didn't think it would cost thousands and ten thousands of dollars mm -hmm. to to yeah. do those types of things. So, you know, if I can give back, you know, to one or two people like Mike did for me, then, you know, the whole pay it forward mm -hmm. is kind of, you know, the mentality, I guess, that I try to take from him and, and walk with. We'll see. Yeah. You kind of talked about your, you said firefighter label earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your labels, do you have them all kind of representing different things like that or? Correct. Um, so we have the Aram Diabli, which is the fireman label. We have Full Bird, um, obviously like Colonel Full Bird. Uh, Army, we have uh, Half Bird, which is Navy. We have Tufel Hunden, which is the Marine Corps. Um, I'm working on the Coast Guard label. I have Mama Sisa for teachers. I have <laughs> Cuco for the Art, the St. Pete Art Alliance. Um, and we, we'll just keep going through that. I, I'm sure there's, I'm missing a few. Um, but that was the, the, the premise is just to kind of, um, I guess it's more the marketing thing. We didn't, I don't want to blast things in people's face. Mm -hmm. I never wanted anybody to walk in and be like, oh my God, this is a military mm -hmm. brewery. Yeah. It's not what I'm trying to do here. And, and it's, I don't need to boast about who I was, but I would like to tip my hat, you know, towards those Absolutely. branches of service and the people that I feel close to. Like, like I said, the nurses, we have a, another label coming out for that. And we're going to try, so you could, if, as you look at it, or on the web, or on the wall, you'll kind of, you could see it and connect the dots, mm. but you're not, like I said, once again, you're not going to come in and be like, oh my god, there's a Marine Corps flag on the wall, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's nothing against it, the guys that do that, that's just not what I'm about, and I don't need, to, I don't want to project myself onto people, I want them to feel comfortable mm -hmm. with it or without it, you know, and that's just kind of always been sensitive to me. Um, I'm, like I said, I might get beat up for it, but that's just who, I, like, once again, I go back to, you know, down the street, you would never walk into Three Daughters and, and know, and there's a couple pieces of Navy history he has, mm -hmm. but you never really see it, and yeah. I never knew until I got, really got to talking to him. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm mirroring his business, yeah. but that, that, I respect that because it's not, some people with certain military backgrounds prefer not to have that in your face yeah. and not get into that because that's not who we are. That's just a point in our life that made us who we are. So I know I'm, I'm circling, you know, I went off the left field, but yeah. the teacher <laughs> stuff. So all that is going to tie into, like I said, a, a theme, but also hopefully fundraising efforts. Yeah. Um, you know, the teachers' nights. You know, I know that we we had a PTA that was going to come in before coronavirus. My sister-in-law is a teacher that that's you know kind of the basis of the label. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, teacher appreciation day, 
you know, we'll probably have a, a, a teacher's night, you know, and they can either, it will either be a fundraising or, you know, maybe, you know, it's just a discounted night. Yeah. But, you know, firefighters, police officers, all that, you know, tying it all together. Yeah. Um, I would like to do a, do a fundraiser for each one, but I'm not, I don't want to say like you can only drink the blue blood because that's for police officers, you know, <laughs> but it would kind of, everybody could be a part of, of it. So yeah. we'll see. Very cool. Um, well, I would like to ask just kind of what you're going through right now with, you literally opened in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis. Um, yeah, the day, the day of the, the safer at home <laughs> shutdown. Yeah, um, so I know that was not what you planned for. Um, what are some successes that you think you've had just kind of navigating that? Um, maybe so challenges that you have. I don't know if we have any successes yet. Um, I'd say it's successful. Well, you've had people come get growler fills, that's success. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> um, I, w I would consider that success. A level of success. Uh, the biggest one is probably, uh, knock on wood, keeping keeping people employed. Yeah, um, it's real important right now. Mm. Um, so all of our focus and attention has been towards that, um, and as long as we can maintain that through this, for however long it is, I think yeah. that's going to be our biggest success. Mm. Uh, I feel for all these guys that maybe had to lay a bunch of people off. Um, restaurants, bars, that all those industries, everybody yeah. got laid off. So, you know, I'm even feeling it on on my, my on the digital side. You know, with healthcare clients that I work with. Mm. Um, you know, so besides that, yeah, I mean, growler filling. You know, it's just it's the perfect ending to a long trial and tribulation, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> to get here and yeah. go through all that we went through. And falling out of contracts on properties and, and SBA issues and bank issues and blah, 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 to finally be ready to open and then get coronavirus <laughs> dropped on us. I'm like, well, I, mean, if it, I don't know what else. I don't know what other challenge we can run into yeah, after this. You're going to conquer everything. We, we can survive this, then yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's interesting. Other than that, um, I, I, I think it's been really cool to meet a lot of people like yourself in the community that I never would have if Bayboro wasn't existing. Yeah. Um, I know that I, alcohol or beer kind of draws people in. It makes it easier to have those conversations yeah. and maybe, you know, in real estate or podcasts, it's kind of hard and difficult because people are always kind of, I, I feel like in the back of their mind might be thinking like, what's, what are they trying to get out of this? <laughs> Where here, it's it's kind of different. I get, yeah. I don't know how to you know put my finger on that that feel, but you know like John Collins at the Art Alliance. You know we met him through this, being a part of the Warehouse and Arts District. Yeah. Like, and then we got you know Kelsey started helping doing uh, digital marketing for him. You know, and and so we were able to start giving back before we even thought it. You know, so now it's like okay, well. You know, you, we meet you through X, Y, or Z connection, but we also not only brew beer, but we do digital marketing. We do yeah. some other things that, you know, we can help you with. And it kind of, like you were saying, like always, I'm always, I, I tended to say no more than I said yes when I was young. So I'm trying to reverse that <laughs> for my kids. It's like, always say yes, because even though you get in a, 
a difficult situation like this first time ever doing a podcast or making a video ad last week yeah. made me uncomfortable, but you know, through practice, you get better at it. Yeah. You know, so it was like, yeah, I'll make, you know, John Collins, I was like, yes, I'll make you a beer. You know, some of these people that, that are coming out, like I need, need help for work. I'm like, yes, I mean, I can, I'll do it as soon as I can, yeah. but it's always like, you know, I try to be more positive than negative through mm -hmm. this. And, so I'd say, you know, those are probably some of our, our biggest accomplishments for sure. And then, of course, I mean, outside the business, we have two kids under three. So that's a huge success story yeah. in itself. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, well, I, something that I always like to ask, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot, um, besides your, your own place, of course, what would be like a favorite spot you go for drinks? In, in St. Pete. Favorite spots? Oh man, there's so many. Someone, I can get beat up for that. I'm missing somebody. Um, <laughs> obviously, you've got 901. I'm more of like a I'm more of like a small kind of place kind okay. of guy. I like I like Central. I do go to Central and, and hit up uh, uh, Elixir Rubies and or grab a cigar at Central. Go mm -hmm. to uh, Oyster House. Um, where else? I mean, those are probably like if I need to, if I'm going out, that's probably where I'm going okay. for for an evening when I the short times that I I do have an opportunity. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, you go hit up Ferg's before a baseball game or something like that. So yes, can't wait to do that again. Try and visit some of the breweries, and you know, I like I like beach, but. Beach Drive, but I gotta get yeah. prepared for Beach Drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm just meeting somebody real that. quick, I'll just pop into Central and I mean even like Key West. I love Key West. Mm -hmm. um, old Key West is, is a lot of fun because it's kind of further out and you don't yeah. have to fight traffic. So I think yeah. downtown's eventually just gonna start making its way towards us. Oh, it definitely yeah, we'll it's definitely already happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, what's your favorite pizza place? Favorite pizza place? Oh my god! I don't know. Gosh, where's I don't know. Where do I go? I order in so much from the the big chains, <laughs> so I'm totally like beating myself up. Um, I mean, yeah. Other than that, my my mother in law gets pizza when we do Friday nights, and I don't even know where she orders it yeah. from. Some okay, some you can take a pass so. on that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, you call me out on that one. I'm like, where do I get local pizza? But. If, um, if I'm gonna do local food, we always hit up like I'm Mexican all all day, so yeah, you know, Red Mesas or uh, Great mm -hmm. Haciendas, like even te the Tex Mex place over here on uh, closer to 28th. I can't remember the one that, what it's called. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, to, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I'll have to get back to you <laughs> on that one. No. Um, well, I my other question would be, what's your favorite thing to do on a day off? which right now no one can do. So I'll change that to when the quarantine's over, what's the first thing you're going to go do? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to a baseball game as soon as it opens. Like, yes. Sports is... I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like all sports. I really like going to Tropicana. Yeah. Obviously, because it's in St. Pete. Um, Rowdy's Den is fun, like going to a Rowdy's game. But obviously, we're in baseball season. So, yeah, as soon as they open the trop, I'm... You know, I, I love it because now I, I've gotten my daughter into it. So now oh, she, fun. Yeah, she, she like goes by the, yeah, she goes by the stadium. Oh, daddy, you know, go baseball game. And we have good <laughs> close friends that also work there. And, and uh, one 
one family, one works um, the beverage sales, and then another one actually is mm -hmm. part of the groundskeepers. Been there, they've both been there for you know cool. a long time. So we always get to see them, and it's kind of our own little night tight knit family group. Yeah. So it's like you're not just doing baseball; you're visiting, with, and the kids get to run around and all that good stuff. So well, maybe some of your beers will be there uh, one day. One day, one day. I mean, that, that's the Look dream. Are, so that's the dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, it'll be probably a year or two before then. But yeah. You never know. <laughs> There's the dreaming, so. Yeah, well dreams are good, it yeah. keeps you going. Absolutely, absolutely. Are you planning on still doing like the growler fills on Saturday, that kind of sure. thing? Sure, yeah, we'll always do growler fills. Um, you know, we'll, you always have the growler fill, we'll always have, it's kind of interesting, like we release some of our beers early, but we were trying to do um, like, like the kitchen sink, we'll have a breakfast stout, we'll have the cideria, which you can mix with Prosecco. Um, oh, we'll cool. also have a cider mimosa offering, oh. uh, but that, those, some of those will be the brunch, Saturday, Sunday brunch mm -hmm. drinks, um, and we'll make small batches of it. So when it's gone, it's gone. And then we'll just make another one. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, so we'll have that. We'll have the, the growler fills. We'll probably always do some sort of, uh, some sort of event or, um, promotion, you know, whether that's the half off or or you know free shirts or mm -hmm. drinks or gift cards whatnot so that will always be going on yep cool yeah right. awesome thank you appreciate it yeah likewise thank you well that was super fun to do the interview and i hope that you had fun listening um, James is such a cool guy i really enjoyed you know hearing his background um, and you know, what he's learned through this whole process and kind of being able to share some of those gems with you. If you are thinking about starting a business or, or in the throes of starting a business, I think you could definitely learn a lot from what he had to say. And I hope that, you know, you do take some time to stop by Bayboro um, and, you know, get a beer. They have awesome ciders, which I am gluten-free, so I love ciders. I can tell you that they have some of the best ciders that I have ever had. And I stand by that statement. So definitely go check it out. I love the atmosphere in there. It's intimate, it's cozy, it's warm. It definitely feels like a place where you can just come hang out, feel at ease, get to know the locals, the regulars there, and just you know keep coming back every time. Kind of like a cheers atmosphere. You know, everyone knows your name. So I definitely get that vibe there. So definitely take some time to check it out. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Bayboro Brewing. They produce a lot of great content, including videos for their new product updates. So definitely check them out and pop in there soon. Thanks, guys.